Indeed, lines are open. Call us on 010-500938 for our Friday call-in topic at quarter, par- quarter to seven here on Money Talk on Mix 93.8 FM. Tonight, we are discussing cybercrime and your money. This as South Africa experiences what has been described as the biggest data breach to date. Senior Security Specialist at BDO Cyber and Forensic Lab, Rudy Dix, joins us for this conversation. Welcome. Hi, Timisan. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Rudy. How safe is our money amid recent reports of this uh, cyber activity affecting South Africa? Well, after today, it's certainly, or after Tuesday, it's certainly going to be a little bit harder to keep your money safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people's information, at latest count, 66.3 million people's information has been leaked online, right. all of them South Africans. Talk us through how this happened. So, again, the investigation will follow, and, and we don't know, but best guess at the moment is is that a, an IT technician somewhere made a mistake and backed up an entire database containing everyone's information that was pulled from one of the large credit bureaus, hmm. um, was, was basically put on the Internet for anyone to download at their convenience. And at this, this point, this, with speculation, uh, sorry to interrupt you there, it is nothing deliberate at this point. So we can't say again for certain investigations are ongoing, but mm. uh, in these cases, or more often than not, it is just a mistake from a technician rather than a malicious actor. There are different types of uh, cyber crime, and in this case, we are talking about cyber crime, not knowing what the outcomes of the investigation into this will be. Talk us through the different types of cyber crime that affect us as individuals, whether it's our personal information or money in the bank. Absolutely, and uh, it is uh, cybercrime is going to continue growing uh, as more people become internet connected. Uh, we see, especially with crimes like this, th- that the attackers will use your information that you cannot change when your ID, when your surname, the, when those things get leaked out onto the internet. It's not something you can go change like a password, yeah. and that really ups the chances of an attacker taking this information and and trying to. Um, trick you into either paying out money or using this information to apply for a a credit card on your name, for example. Mm -hmm. And the first time you know about this is when you're blacklisted. Rudy, in this case, how does one then check if they've been affected directly? This is fairly challenging at the moment. Of the 66 million people whose information was leaked, only about 2 million people can verify that because there was also an email address that was released as part of the leak. For everyone else, We don't know, but it's exceptionally likely that almost anyone who's ever applied for any sort of of credit application will be part of this breach. Are there consequences to such breaches should an investigation find that there was negligence involved? I feel like this, and again, I'm not a lawyer, but I feel like this really lines up really well with what Poppy was designed for. Mm -hmm. So you would imagine that if there is neglect, that some people will be brought to account for that. What should then one do to avoid or maybe safeguard themselves against such eventualities should they occur? So a scenario like this, it would be very, very difficult. That information is going to be out there with a credit bearer. There's not very much you can do about it. What you should be doing going forward at least is closely monitor only from reputable sites your credit information so that you can see if something unusual happens but again unfortunately attackers are pretty evil and they're going to manipulate this attack so they will set up fake websites where they Mm. will offer you the chance to check your 
whether you were part of this breach, and then they will capture the information you input and then try and sell that again. So please be careful when you check that and only use reputable sites. That's a scary thought. Let's talk in length about uh, fake websites being created with the aim of conning consumers out there. How do you know that an email or a request or anything that you get via mail or is requested from you in terms of your details is untoward? So we do a lot of, we spend a lot of our time educating people around this. Unfortunately, there's a people problem. The IT guys can't put a technology solution in place that will solve this for you. Mm -hmm. So it's about being smart online, uh, understanding where you're going and making use of reputable websites. For example, the person that leaked or or, or released this information is a well-known Australian by the name of Troy Hunt, who first discovered this breach and released it worldwide. So if you're going to check whether you were affected, please use a site that's well-known and reputed and not just whoever sends you an email today. Do you find that there are negligent people within the South African public that maybe are not aware that uh, putting out uh, certain information or just even clicking on an email that is foreign to you could put you in danger? I, I think it's a lack of education more than anything else about security. Mm. We we get taught to use to drive cars. We get taught to keep our bank cards safe. But very few people get taught how to use the Internet safely. Yeah. And that reflects in the way that people go about this. Do government departments, banks and the likes have uh, strong measures against being affected by cybercrime and furthermore to protect us as citizens, consumers or clients? It's certainly improving. I think everyone's doing the best they can. But uh, again, even the largest state-owned parastatals are, are often the victims of similar breaches. So everyone, I think, is doing the best that they can, but we have a long way to go. This particular breach has been described as uh, one of uh, the biggest uh, that South Africa has seen. Are there other examples where they are globally or in other countries where it has been exemplary and measures have been taken to avoid such situations? So interestingly, this Troy Hunt gentleman that I spoke about who specializes in breaches says this is arguably the largest breach worldwide Worldwide. that he's ever seen. He called it unprecedented. The closest example he could come to was with the Philippine Election Commission, who lost about 55 of 110 million people's information. And that's about 50% compared to the 100% that, that we're looking at right now. So it is unprecedented in scale. There were reports earlier this year of uh, cyber activity that involved uh, things that we usually see in the movies where something is created online and a ransom is requested. Talk us through the nitty gritty of how that actually works. What is that? Because I don't even know the term for it. Yeah, ransomware is definitely becoming more popular. When you're sitting at the office on a weekday checking your emails, you open an attachment that you maybe shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that happens is your entire computer becomes encrypted. So you can't read your own documents. Then a little screen pops up and it says, please pay us one or two or five Bitcoin and we will send you a key to unlock your own data. But it doesn't end there. It also spreads to the person next to you and the person next to them and the servers and the databases. And as little as an hour, the whole company can be encrypted because of one attachment that you open. Wow. Are we seeing cyber crime on the increase globally? Absolutely. There's no doubt. It is one of the fastest growing Uh, types of crime in the world. Lastly, what advice would you like to leave with our listeners on this topic to ensure that they are always on the safe side where cybercrime is concerned? So again, it is a people problem. The best way to go about solving this is to educate yourself. There is so much good information out there that that can teach you what to do and it's all freely available on the internet. So if you're going to be a user on the internet, 
go out there and, and educate yourself about the risks and how you can mitigate those. Great advice. Thank you so much for your input and informative uh, interview there, Senior Security Specialist at BDO Cyber and Forensic Lab, Rudy Dix, in our Friday call-in topic discussing cybercrime and your money.